1: Well, it is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. If you uh, didn't watch the Dolphins Bengals game last night, I'm sure by now you've had a chance to see the horrible ankle injury uh, suffered last night by the Miami quarterback, uh, Tunga Vailoa. Uh, I say ankle injury because that makes about as much sense as the so-called back injury that uh, Tua suffered against the Buffalo Bills on Sunday, and it was very, very scary, and uh, we'll get into that in just a moment. I just want to follow up on something we talked about and reported on extensively uh, yesterday. The 2.30, roughly 24 hours ago, we started getting calls about the rollover accident on the 90 eastbound, and one of our callers off-air said it was a liquid, and another caller said it was uh, manure. And actually, they were both right. It was liquid manure. Now, the driver uh, from Oakfield, New York, 25 years old, uh, Laura Winspear, as I recall, uh, non-life-threatening injuries. So that is good. And when you see the photographs of the truck itself, which overturned several times... Um, I don't know exactly how long it took to get her out of the vehicle, but one can certainly understand why it wasn't an instantaneous uh, operation. It was uh, an ordeal, and I would believe that uh, her age certainly uh, worked uh, in in her favor in that one. But the good news is, yep, she was airlifted to uh, ECMC, and the injuries are not life-threatening. So uh, we're glad that uh, everybody survived that. Obviously, it was uh, very inconvenient for those of you trying to get home in certain parts of western New York, but it's not like she wanted to do it, and they still have no idea what exactly Happened in the uh, in the accident. Uh, one of those things, and you know we talked about this yesterday. But uh, sometimes we have days like yesterday, which is kind of like today actually, where you don't think you're going to have a lot of uh, a lot of accidents, but for whatever reason, we just had a cluster of accidents all day long. There wasn't rain, there wasn't snow, there wasn't sleet, there wasn't ice or fog. It was just one of those days where, for reasons I will never understand, and I don't think anybody can ever understand, everybody. Uh, seemed to be a little bit slowed up yesterday by by accidents. And uh, the good news is everybody <clears throat> made it through them. Uh, so that is good. That is uh, very, very good news indeed. Now let's get back to uh, what happened last night uh, in the Miami-Cincinnati uh, game. And a lot of people are very, very upset right now, justifiably or unjustifiably, with the Miami Dolphins. Now if you watched the uh, Bills game On Sunday against Miami, in Miami, uh, you will remember a play where uh, Milano pushed the Dolphins quarterback and was assessed a 15-yard penalty for it, but the Dolphins quarterback hit his head on the ground and then got up and started wobbling all over the place. Now, if that was a boxer, they would have called the fight. If that was a boxer, fight is over, he's done. There's no referee that's going to let that fight go on, but After being examined, uh, Tua came back into the game and led the Dolphins to victory over the Buffalo Bills. I was personally shocked that Tua was let back into the Buffalo game. Uh, I didn't want him – please understand, uh, of course I wanted the Bills to win because I live here. This is the hometown, and Western New York deserves, I think after all these years of frustration with the uh, hockey and football teams, deserves something like a championship T-shirt we can buy at inflated prices. Uh, I'm just just saying. But I I did not want Tua to be hurt. I also did not want him to go back into the game because – not that I didn't want him to play against the Bills, but because I thought it was against his own best interest to go back into the game. Uh, I don't know if anybody listening to this show saw the Bills-Miami game. I'm certain we've got more than a couple of people who did. Uh, Josh Josh Schmidt, he, he watched the game. I watched the game. I watched the game in well, Fort Lauderdale, a stone's throw from Miami. And uh, it was it was just so obvious to me And again, I'm not I'm not a doctor. You might have heard me say that a few times, but just it would be obvious to anybody, wouldn't it? That if somebody is knocked down and hits their head hard on something, helmet or no helmet, if they stand up and they're wobbling all over the place and they have to be supported by a team member, that chances are that person should probably not play again that day. I mean, do can we agree on that? I was I was shocked to see Tua who is beloved throughout the National Football League by foes and and friends alike. I was shocked when they let him play again. And then I was shocked when they said, "Well, it was a back injury." Really? A back injury? Okay. Um, you know, I have several fractured vertebrae, and I never, right after the accident, I did not exactly wobble around. At least I don't remember wobbling around, but it was kind of an out-of-body experience I can best uh, describe as being hit in the back by Tony Soprano with a baseball bat. So I, I, I may have wobbled, but nobody said I was wobbling, and nobody said I shouldn't drive myself home. So yeah, it is what it is. But that was, uh, that was a play on Sunday. Again, Bills, Dolphins, Miami quarterback— It just seemed to me saying a back injury, it didn't really compute with me. Again, not a doctor, but I thought for sure that was a concussion and I was stunned to see him going back into the game. Now fast forward to last night, Uh, Tua is thrown into the turf and he whacks his head. And he immediately, this was so scary when they showed the the replay, his his hands bilaterally both came up and his fingers splayed apart, which is, I am told, and I believe one of the commentators uh, mentioned last night, a neurological reflex to a head injury. Your arms raise up and your fingers splay out. That is a response to an injury of the head. Um, I believe it can also be a response to injury of the cervical spine, but don't quote me on that. Uh, There is a reflex, was it, Thorburn's reflex, where if you uh, are injured in the neck, your hands involuntarily can come up to your throat and start clutching it. But it was so scary, so scary last night to see that. And you hate to see any player in any sport in in that kind of a situation. And we here in Buffalo, we have seen – our share, we talked about this last week, I believe, we have seen our share of really traumatic injuries, uh, in particular involving the hockey team. But you will remember, those of you old enough, we had a guy, part of the French Connection, number seven, Rick Martin, and he was skating over the other team's blue line at the old Memorial Auditorium, and he fell on his head on the ice, and he literally went into convulsions on the ice. One of the scariest things that I will ever see, you will ever see in sports. Rick Martin literally went into convulsions on the ice uh, at the auditorium. He was just out of control. He was spasming. It was just, it was horrible. It was like a grand ball seizure. Total convulsions in Rick Martin. Um, and this was you know, going back, obviously, many, many years ago. We also saw two players, one Sabre and one uh, what, Florida Panther, I believe, um, with severed jugulars or uh, some kind of artery in the neck. Uh, of course, Clint Malarchuk, uh, that was a horrible situation, and everything was in his favor. It's amazing that Clint Malarchuk survived that injury. Uh, he was traumatized by it, absolutely traumatized by it. He did survive it. Uh, At least, you know, at least physically he survived it. But mentally, I think it left a scar with Clint Malarchuk. How could it not? And Richard Jednick, uh, years later, same thing happened. His own guy actually flew up in the air, got his neck with a skate. Jednick was bleeding like a pig, skated himself to the bench, was immediately taken into the uh, dressing room. And then, of course, uh, on the football side of things, we've had our share of injuries, uh, including the traumatic injury to Kevin Everett uh, of the Buffalo Bills. And he – I don't know what Dr. Andrew Cappuccino did, um, what the treatment was, but Kevin Everett is actually able to walk. And there's somebody who suffered an absolutely horrible uh, spinal injury, Kevin Everett. And, uh, again – the doctor, the, the whole team of physicians that treated him basically hailed as uh, being heroes uh, for what they did in restoring functionality to uh, Kevin Everett. But again, and I, I'm, I'm glossing over uh, some of the other injuries. Uh, I mean, uh, the, the Joe Theismann injury, those of you watching Monday Night Football many, many years ago, uh, you saw what happened when the Theismann's leg was snapped in half um, that was a, a terrible injury to see. And, and last night, obviously, wasn't as dramatic as that in many ways. But I think for those of us in western New York who were paying attention to Tua, the quarterback of the Miami Dolphins, on Sunday, seeing him hit his head again and then immediately have that neurological response of the arms going up and the fingers splaying out, um, it was absolutely scary. And uh, kudos to the Cincinnati Bengals fans, because uh, they gave uh, Tua a massive ovation as he was wheeled, not in an ambulance, but on a stretcher um, off of the field. And it was so serious uh, that they didn't even take his helmet off as he was being wheeled out. And the reason, obviously, is in a situation where there may be a neck injury, you want to immobilize the neck, because there are some injuries to the neck where if you keep the neck immobilized, the person is going to survive. If you don't keep the neck immobilized, the person is going to die. And there is a speculation. uh, I'm sure you guys have heard of the movie star James Dean died in a car crash in California back in the 1950s when his Porsche got into a, a collision with another car. Well, there's some speculation that if today's techniques for EMS had been In practice in California in the 1950s that James Dean may very well have survived that accident. That the accident didn't kill him. Being moved after the accident is what did him in. You know, you got to take really good care of uh, somebody's neck. That is, uh, that's absolutely huge in a situation um, like that. And uh, believe me, the neck is a very, very important part of your anatomy. There's a reason. There's a reason when they hang somebody, they do it by the neck and not by the toenail, uh, because uh, you start talking about fractures in the first vertebrae or the second vertebrae in the cervical uh, part of the spine, the upper part of the spine. Uh, you're looking at a whole world of hurt. To to your body, uh, including up to and including death. But, see, I I personally think the Miami Dolphins ought to be investigated by the National Football League. Uh, I would like to know exactly what symptoms were noted on Sunday after Milano pushed him to the turf in Miami. And who made the determination that it was a back injury and not a head injury? And what were the clinical bases for that kind of a uh, diagnostic approach? I would like to know who gave the final approval to Tua, tungaviola Viola being let back into the game against the Buffalo Bills. Was there any pressure on him? Should pressure have come from people in charge of the medical department of the Miami Dolphins? No. You know what? Even if you've passed the concussion protocols, when we saw you wobbling off the field, no, no, no. Isn't that where the big boys are supposed to stand up or the big girls are supposed to stand up and say, you know what, um, we're going to look out for your interest. Because you get these guys who are professional athletes, and ladies too, they're, they're gamers. They want to play. They don't want to be taken out. It's uh, almost like you're emasculating them. And I think you need somebody with some common sense to say, For your own good, we are going to sit you out of the rest of the game. And again, I obviously was not in the locker room. I don't know what the medical staff saw. And even if I knew what they'd seen, I wouldn't be in a position to make a comment on whether they did the right thing. I'm just looking at this as a layman. And going back to Sunday's game, when Milano pushed uh, Tunga-Vailoa—I'm going to murder the name all day (laughs) long—into the turf on Sunday— And he got up, and he was wobbling. Uh, First thing I said was, if this guy was a fighter, the the match would be over with. There's, There's no way the referee would let this continue. So I don't know what they saw in the Dolphins dressing room. I don't know who made the decision. But if you will remember, as far back as last Sunday, last Sunday after the game, The National Football League Players Association was calling for an investigation of the Miami Dolphins because these are guys who are in charge of representing the players' interest in the National Football League, whether it be contractual and financial, uh, whether it be medical or uh, long-term injury situations. The National Football League Players Association, they're looking out for their guys, and they know a lot more about this than I do or than you do. And they saw what happened to Tua with Matt Milano against the Buffalo Bills on Sunday and the fact that he was put back into the game. They called for an investigation of how the Miami Dolphins made that decision. And then, as you well know, because I'm sure it's happened to you, once you injure something once, um, it really weakens you for further onslaughts. I mean, how many of you have broken a bone? Even something like stupid, like a broken finger or broken toe – you break it once and it breaks easily the rest of your life my i've got one toe that just if i drop a feather on it it's going to break again it might as well it might as well be a fin you know for as much bone as i've got left and i've got a finger that uh, doesn't really have any bone at the end of it because of a Pretty massive fracture. Uh, you can't even break it anymore because it's already d- basically dust in there. But hey, it, you know, whatever. It's, uh, I, at least I know when it's going to rain, or I have a pretty good idea when it's going to rain. But the uh, the NFLPA even Sunday was calling for an investigation of the Miami Dolphins and uh, they're putting back into the game Tua Tonga Say that five times quickly. What are you laughing at, Josh?
2: No, you said it right that time. It's yeah. Tua Tonga Viloa. Tonga Viloa, Tonga Viloa.
1: I gotta even call my there's friend.
2: There's no N in it. It's Tonga Viloa,
1: even though there's no N. But you put the N in there, right? Right.
2: Yeah, it's it's weird. It's so it it does not look at all like how it's spelled.
1: No, well, it's it's Hawaiian. I, I got a friend from Hawaii. His name is Clay. He coaches girls softball. He's a terrific guy, and he could probably set me straight. He'll probably uh, give me all kinds of holy hell for massacring a Hawaiian name. But I'm just, uh, I, I, it, it's it's a little difficult. So if I just call him Tua today, uh, you Tua the Miami call, quarterback, uh, perhaps you can cut me some slack on that. Tonga Valoa.
2: He's also got a brother that plays in Maryland, and his first name is even crazier than Tua.
1: Well, Tua is just an abbreviation of his first name. That's not even his real first name. That's an abbreviation. I I wouldn't even want to try his real first name. The Tua is an abbreviation. That's, uh,
2: yes, Josh? His brother's name is, from my best guess, Taulia. Well, it sounds good. T-A-U-L-I-A. I would say, yeah, Talia, yeah, that sounds about right. Another thing to note with all this is he was discharged from the hospital and flew home with the team, and that's just a question mark for me because, like, a constant change in pressure and height and everything like that on a plane, like, that can't be good for a concussion. I don't know who made that call, whether it was the Cincinnati doctors at the hospital he was taken to or if it was the team or both, but – it's not a good move, I don't think.
1: Well, look, I I was very surprised to wake up and find out that he had flown back uh, with his team having been discharged on Thursday night. But, uh, you know, I mean, I will tell you, I'm not going to go into details here, but uh, the uh, flight back from Fort Lauderdale, I had my own experience uh, with certain injuries and what it can what the pressure change can do uh, in with some uh, neurologic situations and uh, I ag- based on personal experience I I agree um, with you it's an injury involving the neck and uh, certain symptoms which uh, manifested themselves on the flight. Like my left arm basically going numb uh, from I- injuries uh, to the neck. But you know, that's uh, about as detailed as I'm going to get. It is uh, 227. Yeah, the jellyfish uh, did a karate chop on me. What do, what do you have for me, Josh? You look like you want to hold up something.
2: Uh, yeah, I actually have report of an accident in Lancaster, unfortunately. Uh, Broadway west of Bowen Road, there's a two-car accident. Um, supposedly it's got both lanes shut down. Caller said it had just happened. Um, so no EMTs or fire or police on scene yet, but I'm sure once they get there, it's going to make that area unpleasant.
1: Well, you took that call a few minutes ago. So. Yep, about
2: uh, five minutes ago, so they should be on scene now.
1: Yeah, I would hope so. Broadway uh, west of Bowen in Lancaster reports of an accident. Uh, we don't have that officially confirmed, but that comes from a caller to Josh Schmidt off the air. All right, um, I want to take your calls on all of this uh, this stuff. I mean, there's uh, obviously a lot of people are talking about it, and you don't even have to be a a big football fan to have a take on it. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. Should the Dolphins be investigated? Should the Dolphins be investigated? Did the Dolphins let down their quarterback? Um, I, I There's something that's not right about this. And I don't think you need to be a doctor to look at what happened to him on Sunday and say, that was probably not a back injury. I mean, I'm sorry, but really? (sighs) 803-0930-STAR-930-1800-616-WBEN.
0: Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too.
1: All right, welcome. It is Bowerly, News Radio 930, WBEN, and I hate to tell you this, uh, but. Uh, We've got reports of an accident on the 190 northbound somewhere around uh, Amherst Street and Austin Street, that area. 190 northbound and traffic seems to be significantly backed up. If uh, you can call in and let us know what you're seeing, Uh, those of you who are driving southbound, let us know what you're seeing along the 190 so we can get some more information. Uh, We would certainly appreciate that. You can call us uh, to go on the air at star 930. That is star 930. And this is what happened yesterday. Yesterday. We got off to an inauspicious beginning yesterday, and I hope that we don't have a repeat of that today um, just because I hope everybody's able to enjoy a safe weekend unharmed by getting home uh, on a Friday. But reports and uh, the traffic map would seem to confirm this of uh, an accident, the 190 northbound uh, between Austin and Amherst Streets, uh, right along the river. And if you can uh, give us any more information on that, 803-0930 is the phone number, 803-0930. Star 930 on the cell phone and 1-800-616-WBEN. So talking about uh, the football game last night and the injury to Miami Dolphins quarterback uh, Tua Tungavailola. Um, it was uh, really horrible to watch. And basically, what happens on game day is because I, I had questions about, okay, we, we hear all the time about concussion protocols. How does the system actually work in the NFL? And how it works, as near as I can figure out, is that when they're playing a game, you have these unaffiliated neurotrauma consultants, UNCs, and athletic trainers and some of them are on the sidelines, and some of them are in the booth in the stadium. And their job is to look out on field for any sign of any player having concussion symptoms. Now, if the unaffiliated neurotrauma consultants or trainers see any sign of a concussion, they have to contact the team doctor of the player involved. And here's what's interesting, too. An unaffiliated neurotrauma consultant for the other team, can also make the recommendation. And first of all, the player, obviously, unless it's tremendously obvious as to what's going on, the uh, player is first ordered to the sideline. And if on the sideline they notice any sign of a concussion, the player goes to the locker room for uh, further exams, and they are not allowed to return to the game presumably if they don't pass the exam. Now, if a player goes back into the game before the evaluation has been completed, people, the unaffiliated neurotrauma consultants, they can actually call a timeout for a medical reason until the evaluation is completed. So one of my questions today, and I don't know the answer to it, is did the Buffalo Bills unaffiliated neurotrauma consultants, did they contemplate calling a medical timeout when Tua went back into the game on Sunday after being pushed to the turf by Matt Milano? Did they do that? If they did not do that, why did they not do that? And there is a lot of outrage right now in the world of football about the situation involving the Miami quarterback. Because last night in the game against the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, in the first half, he was taken out of the game on a stretcher after being sacked and his head driven into the turf once again. And remember, we're talking about a Sunday to Thursday turnaround. And Robert Griffin III, former NFL quarterback, he said the bottom line regarding Tua is life is bigger than football. Teams should always put the person before the player. Health before competitive advantage. Putting Tua out there isn't just a player safety issue. It is a quality of life issue. And Shannon Sharp, he's also not a doctor, but he is an NFL Hall of Famer. And he says that he thinks that the Dolphins are basically lying about Tunga Vailoa sustaining a back injury and not a head injury on Sunday against the Buffalo Bills. That, he said, is a serious injury. Tua should not have been out there with the Sunday-Thursday turnaround. Sometimes players need protecting from themselves the Dolphins failed Tua. So based on what Shannon Sharp has said, you know, I, I really believe that somebody in the Dolphins organization uh, did let Tua down because, like I said earlier, nobody wants to be jerked out of a game. Nobody wants to be pulled for the sake of an injury. It's emasculating. You know, you got you gotta have the swagger, you gotta be the tough guy, you gotta be the general on the field of a foot. Nobody wants to say, I can't go back in. And that is where it seems to me that people need to Uh, step up and look out for the best interest of their quarterback or any other player on their particular team because it is a quality-of-life issue. You don't want this guy to grow up and be 40 years old and put a bullet through his heart because he can't think straight anymore. And we've seen a lot of former NFL players commit suicide because they are experiencing severe cognitive disorders and dysfunctions at very young age. Uh, because of repeated injuries to the head. It's a horrible, horrible uh, injury to have. And it, I I think about, if, if you're a Bills fan, if Josh Allen, if Josh Allen had gotten up after being sacked and his head driven into the ground, let's say he was pushed to the ground uh, by the other team's Matt Milano, uh if Josh Allen had gotten up and he was as wobbly as the Dolphins quarterback was on Sunday, if the Bills had put him back in, I think that there would be a lot of criticism of the Buffalo Bills uh, coaching and medical staff for putting Josh back in, who was obviously not able to perform at 100%. Now, if Josh – I'm just pretending for a moment here that Josh had the same injury as Tua had on Sunday, and then Josh was the guy last night who got knocked to the ground again and had to be wheeled off on a stretcher. I happen to think Buffalo Bills fans would be pretty pissed off at the organization and its medical people for even allowing him to play in the first place, folks. This is going to be a very big deal going down uh, going down the stretch here, because the National Football League for many years now has been under fire. The game of football has been under fire for many years because of these kinds of injuries, uh, the uh, head trauma, the neurological injuries that can be sustained by a player. And you know the concussion protocol went into effect in part the way it is now because of concerns about the safety of the game of football. And you actually, I can think back about 15 years ago, you had some pinheads actually saying, you know what, We need to totally abolish the game of football because of the potential not just for immediate injury but for long-term injuries that can affect people after they retire and they're in their 40s and 50s and should reasonably expect it to live into their 70s but end up killing themselves or uh, doing something uh, personally injurious uh, to themselves because their brains aren't working right. And nobody, look, nobody wants to see that. And actually... Come to think of it, when uh, football was first being played, uh, there were calls for football to be abolished because of all of the injuries. Seriously, we're talking about circa 1900. There were calls to abolish the game of football because it was too dangerous. I believe um, rugby also faced similar calls over the years. Now, rugby is a game that I'm pretty sure only psychos play. Because, no, I mean, I, seriously, you have to have a total disregard for your own body in order to play the game of rugby. I don't care if I was six foot four and 300 pounds, I would not go out and play rugby. No, thank you. You know why? Because you got other guys who are six foot four and 350 pounds who are going to knock you to the ground. And I think sometimes the goal of rugby is to kill the other player, to commit legal murder. I'm serious. That's a game I look at and I think, who in the hell would play that game? And, frankly, sometimes I look at NFL football in the same light. Like, who in the world would possibly play that game? Now, if you've got a take here on whether the Miami Dolphins should be investigated for allowing their quarterback to play at all in the second half against the Bills or certainly play at all against the Cincinnati Bengals last night, uh, I I would like to know, do you believe they made a mistake? Do you believe that uh, this is something that needs to be investigated by the National Football League? And again, remember, again, I may not be a doctor, but the National Football League Players Association called for an investigation of the Dolphins after the game last Sunday against the Buffalo Bills. And many of us who are watching that game, again, wanting Buffalo to win, but I think we were stunned to see Tua going back into the game to lead the Miami Dolphins to the victory over the Buffalo Bills, as the Buffalo Bills also did their best to beat themselves on the field in Miami. Sorry, just the way I see it. Um, Running game would be nice to have. You know, It's usually an important part of a winning team. If they don't improve that running game, you can forget about a Super Bowl. They don't get. They don't get this. This injury, Schneid, taken care of. You can forget about it. And unfortunately, hate to be the one to say it, but I said at the beginning of the season when everybody said, ah, Bills have the Super Bowl. It's automatic. And people like Pat McAfee, this may be the greatest NFL players ever assembled on one team. It's been two games. What are you guys talking about? A lot can happen, like injuries and, oh, injuries and injuries. And unfortunately, you know, I, I hate to be the one to say, I told you so, but I've been very concerned about this all year, and I have no idea why the Buffalo Bills have been hit by the injury bug. Um, are they not doing things that other teams are doing, or is it just an unfortunate flip of the coin? I have no idea. But it's uh, it's, really, it's really horrible to look at the Bills' injury list. Uh, again, this was supposed to be their year, but nothing is ever guaranteed until it is over with. And if you doubt that, just consider... 13 seconds. Nothing is done until it is done. Now, today, the Miami Dolphins, this is the MiamiHerald.com. Um, let me just uh, get my mouse into proper position here and scroll. The uh, Dolphins coach, Mike McDaniel, said today that quarterback Tua Tunga Viola is dealing with a headache but is in good spirits after sustaining a concussion and a neck injury on Thursday night against Cincinnati. He also said Teddy Bridgewater would start at the Jets on October 9th if Tua cannot play. When asked if there's a chance that Tua might not play again this season, McDaniel said there's no timetable for Tugla return. He is in the NFL's concussion protocol system and would need to pass a series of benchmarks before he is cleared to play. The Dolphins head coach said, talking with Tua this morning, he's still feeling some of those headaches. I'm really, really, really glad I can hear normal Tua in his voice so that's what the uh, Dolphins are are saying now but I just wonder how much uh, CYA there is in the uh, in the Dolphins uh, organization and I for the life of me I just can't understand how somebody in the Dolphins didn't say for your own good you're not going back into the game against the Bills for your own good it's a long season this is one game let's go to Lou in uh, Amherst on WBEN Lou you are on hello
3: Hi, welcome back. Yeah, Tom, I've uh, been so frustrated with the NFL since 2012, (laughs) excuse me, when I got published one of my first publications, treating traumatic brain injury uh, with, with laser light, which is what I use. And I have been to the doctors, I have called them. You cannot get through these people. They just politically won't deal with anybody who's got He's got good news for them. I, I don't. I don't understand them, It's very frustrating. I treated a person who was hit over the head with a lead pipe uh, twice, and he had incapacitating headaches for two years. I healed him in a few days, just a few treatments. Okay, sure look, this there. is all
1: due respect, Lou. This is starting to sound like a commercial. Every time you call in, you talk about what you do with the lasers, and all due respect, it's it's just it's it sounds a little bit uh, tawdry.
3: Well, no, I'm talking about the politics involved, how they won't do anything about it when the evidence is out there. You know, I'm not trying to advertise for myself. I'm just talking about this all could be resolved. And the politics, like putting this kid back in the field when they should have, these people don't have any common sense. You know, it's just very frustrating. Very frustrating. So it's out there. They should be doing it. I've been trying to get to the bills for years with this. Very frustrating. All these guys could be healed and they won't do it. It's, it's, it's politics and it's very sad. Thanks
1: for the call. Thanks for talk- talking to me. All right, thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I look. I, I don't know what to say. I mean, as far as the you know medical treatments are concerned, I know that uh, anytime something is put forth as a treatment, it's got to go through various uh, uh, research and peer review and all that stuff. I, I don't know enough about laser treatment of things to make an intelligent comment on it. Um, You know, the guy has a business where he uses uh, a laser to uh, help people. And does it work? I don't know. I'm not in a position to say, but uh, I really don't want the program to be used for um, an advertisement for something that I can't personally back up. And I, 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 can't personally back it up. Um, you know, if we have a medical doctor or a surgeon calling in, that's a totally different uh, kettle of fish. But to the best of my knowledge, uh, he is not a doctor and he's not a surgeon. And I personally don't know um, enough about lasers. Again, to uh, what I see, what I don't want. See, I'll, I'll, let me tell you a little story. I did a show many, many years ago when uh, I first started that made me very sensitive to this about. Uh, with this guy who actually happened to have a uh, medical degree, and he was touting something as a cure for cancer. And I put him on the show, and I had a lot of people calling in who wanted information about this individual, and basically I think I was taken by a quack uh, back, again, when I was starting out doing this in the 1980s. And it's always bothered me. Thinking back on that show, even though it was not a full show of a show, um, it always bothered me that I'd put them on the air because the last thing I want to do is give people some kind of false hope that cannot be backed up by any scientific data. So uh, you'll forgive me if I get a little bit leery about uh, treatments that are outside of the um, mainstream and not wanting people to get false hope. But, you know, the last thing I need is for somebody who's got a brain injury – to uh, listen to something they hear on the show, they think it's a um, it's a, a medically qualified guest on the show, and I just I, I don't want to I I don't want to go down that road. Um, I also did a show with a guy uh, pitching um, chelation therapy again many many years ago for. Uh, Um, cardiovascular issues and you know as far as I can figure out there's no um, medical benefit to it whatsoever you're not going to find that on the list of treatments of uh, of doctors so bottom line is uh, without totally uh, belaboring the point I, I just get really really leery about stuff that involves such a serious thing when I don't have the um somebody with uh recognized expertise, and then sometimes if somebody has a recognized expertise, you got to be careful. And then, just to add another wrinkle to it, then, as we saw in the case of COVID, you had people who were equal experts taking different approaches to things like the vaccine and treatments for COVID. Uh, we had doctors on who basically, they were not in the mainstream, but they happened to be right, and we had doctors on in the mainstream who were right. So it, it, it you get into something like that, and it's a very, very, um, very tricky thing. I mean, all I can tell you with COVID is uh, – I mentioned this yesterday – I'm not going to get any booster um, whatsoever. Had the vaccine, had COVID, and to me, this is what the immune system is all about. The idea of getting COVID again does not particularly um, frighten me whatsoever. Um, Been through it once Body should be used to it And I'll take my chances uh, Before I put any other experimental thing uh, Into my body And that's just me You may have a differing view And that's perfectly fine
0: (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal So why not refresh your home With a little help from Blinds.com We make getting custom window treatments A minor project With major impact Choose from premium blinds Shades and shutters We even have options for your patio too